Welcome to the Let's Remember This podcast where we're taking time to slow down, sit down, and spend time in scripture. So wherever you're at, wherever you're listening, I encourage you grab a pen, grab your Bible, a notebook, and let's not only read scripture, but let's ask the Holy Spirit to speak and let's remember this. Good morning. It is Thursday now. Um, yes, we did not make it to Wednesday. Um, yesterday was just one of those days where I got to the end of the day and I'm like, I cannot believe we did not have time and it just didn't happen. Um, so we skipped a day this week and we're just going to finish up today. So sorry to those. I got a couple texts again, like, did I miss it? I'm like, no, it just didn't happen. And we're just kind of taking the L for it. Um, but we're going to read today. Galatians 3, 10 through 14. And it says this, but those who depend on the law to make them right with God are under his curse for the scriptures say, cursed is everyone who does not observe and obey all the commands that are written in God's book of the law. So it is clear that no one can be made right with God by trying to keep the law for the scripture says, it is through faith that a righteous person has life. This way of faith is very different from the way of the law which says it is through obeying the law that a person has life. But Christ has rescued us from the curse pronounced by the law. When he was hung on the cross, he took upon himself the curse for our wrongdoing. For it is written in the scriptures, cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree. And this quote here um, is from Deuteronomy 21-23. This quote, cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree. Verse 14 then says, through Christ Jesus, God has blessed the Gentiles with the same blessing he promised to Abraham so that we who are believers might receive the promised Holy Spirit through faith. Let's pray today. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your word. God, we thank you so much for speaking to us in our everyday moments. God, we thank you that your spirit is with us. And that there's things that you want to reveal to us that you want us to receive. And so, God, would you just help us to remember whatever it is you're speaking through these verses today. We ask this in your name. Amen. So 12, 13, 14. This way of faith is very different from the way of law, which says it is through obeying the law that a person has life. So this verse here, it's thought that almost as if Paul, who he's opposing, could have said something like this. It is through circumcision that you will be saved, or it is through keeping the Sabbath that you will be saved. But Paul is making it clear that this way of faith is very different from that. And then verse 13, when it says, but Christ has rescued us from the curse pronounced by the law. When he was hung on the cross, he took upon himself the curse for our wrongdoing. For it is written in the scriptures, cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree. Okay, so I want us to to look into that a little bit more. This phrase, cursed is everyone who is hung on the tree. So N.T. Wright, in one of his commentary, he kind of explains it as like what God had set up to be a clear path. Then all of a sudden, there was a roadblock. So he uses this illustration of as if a semi has turned over in the middle of the road and then instead of driving and keeping with the flow of traffic is now actually overturned and 
and preventing the cars from moving and it's actually causing a traffic jam. So suddenly these laws in the Old Testament, you read things in like Leviticus where it's saying this is the way to keep the law, to keep the law, to keep the law. Um, But what's pretty cool here is that when it's saying even the cross and the symbolism of the cross, Paul is essentially saying, look, watch what God has done. This curse that in Deuteronomy spoke that it's now been born by Israel's representative, Christ the Messiah, that Jesus has come to the point of where this roadblock was, the point where all these pagan nations were oppressing God's people. And a symbol of that oppression in the first century was the cross, because the cross is where Romans executed tens of thousands of those who opposed them. And so Jesus is coming now as Israel's Messiah to take on the weight of Israel's curse on himself. Not just in some kind of like theological sense, but quite literally and historically when Jesus died on the cross, he took that, he took that on, he took that curse on. But it really was this kind of double result that was needed. So first the roadblock had been taken out of the way so the traffic can kind of flow for, you know, um, easy to understand words here. Like he intended it, that from the promise to Abraham through his family, his seed um, in the person of Israel's representative, the Messiah, that Christ would be that seed from his family line, that seed would come and out to all the nations, the blessing of Abraham would also come. That's kind of the shorthand of how Paul is putting it. But the second thing is that even ethnic Israel is not left out in the ditch, nor simply shunned to the side. What Israel needed, according to the prophets that we read in Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Joel, and others, was for the covenant to be renewed and for it to last, for God to pour out his spirit on Israel, for him to enable them to believe. And so this is what we see, that the cross of Jesus, that the gift of the spirit, mean that God has dealt with the problem that stood in the way, that was the roadblock for the blessing, that stood in the way from the blessing reaching out into the world, and he's embracing Israel as he does it. So now, the thing that I was really struck on today, after, you know, all of that context, all of that kind of stuff happening here in these verses, because it does just say these bold statements that causes you to look a little bit, um, but to think that it's saying, through Christ Jesus, God has blessed the Gentiles with the same blessing he promised to Abraham so that we who are believers might receive that promise. And again, what is that promise? Genesis 12, 1 through 3 says, go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you and I will make you a great nation and I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and in, in him who dishonors you, I will curse and then you all families of the earth shall be blessed. All families of the earth shall be blessed. I was reminded today that Abraham had to go and leave his father's house, that he had to go out into a land and trust God to show him. And it's in that place that the blessing began to come. And that same blessing that God is going to use us now. He's going to use the seeds that we plant in people's lives as we go out and make disciples to bless the whole earth, that we get to carry that blessing. And I was reminded of that, especially as end of August, I just celebrated that it was um, six years that I've been living 
in Madison, a city that I'm not from, a state that I'm not from. I never thought that I would be here this long. And I was reminded of just that phrase of like to go out from the home, to go out from where you were from. And the whole reason I came here was for people to have faith in Jesus, to help people find faith in Jesus, to plant seeds of discipleship. And today I was just reflecting on that, that we have the honor of carrying on that blessing of sowing seeds of faith and discipleship and that it's now through us as the hands and feet of Jesus Christ, the one that broke every curse, the one that removed every roadblock, that now we get to carry out that promise that it is through us that God wants to bless the nations, that it is through us that God wants people to come and to have faith and is going to multiply, multiply the blessing and multiply the faith through us which causes us to then reflect and think what roadblocks are still standing in the way from us doing that. What things that maybe were once intended for good and headed in the right direction, like that truck, have now been overturned and are actually blocking us from moving forward, blocking us from the seeds of discipleship, blocking us from helping other people find faith in Jesus. I'm reminded that once again, Old Testament to new that God's heart intends the same, that he is after bringing people into relationship with him, that he is after people being reconciled back to him, that he wants us to be in this union, in this relationship. And he had a plan from all of eternity. He had a plan and we see it in the Old Testament in the glimpse of what he's saying to Abraham and the obedience that it required And then Jesus made way for us to now carry out that promise, but yet obedience is still required. So today I'm remembering that Christ, that he broke the curse, (laughs) that he bore the curse on the cross, that through Jesus Christ, that God has blessed Jews, he's blessed Gentiles. And that same blessing that he promised to Abraham is promised to us as believers. And he wants us to receive the promise the promise of the Holy Spirit through faith, the Holy Spirit that will empower us to go and keep planting those seeds, to keep making disciples, to keep multiplying the kingdom of God. So I'm going to read these verses 10 through 14 one more time today. But those two who depend on the law to make them right with God are under his curse. For the scriptures say, cursed is everyone who does not observe and obey all the commands that are written in God's book of the law. So it is clear that no one can be made right with God by trying to keep the law For the scriptures say, it is through faith that a righteous person has life. This way of faith is very different from the way of law, which says it is through obeying the law that a person has life. But Christ has rescued us from the curse pronounced by the law. When he was hung on the cross, he took upon himself the curse for our wrongdoing. For it is written in the scriptures, cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree. Though Christ himself, Jesus, God, has blessed the Gentiles with the same blessing he promised to Abraham, so that we who are believers might receive the promised Holy Spirit through faith.